coach of Oregon, Mario Cristobal, with us. And, and coach, I've got to admit, uh, Hans here has been looking forward, I think, to this conversation the most all day long because he gets to geek out on offensive line. That's that's what he's been looking forward <laughs> what to. What else is there to talk about? What else? I mean, that's what I said. Right? Uh, you know, I, Big guys. We had the Washington Center sit down, and I said, how does it feel to play the most important position in football? PK's like, well, he's not a quarterback. I'm like, I get, get out of here, man. Exactly. It's, it, it's about the, the core five. I actually heard Jake Scott, he does the evening shows back in Salt Lake City, and, and he and his co-host were talking about the importance of the front five as compared to the veteranship of a quarterback. And that importance of that front five returning, it, it's you can't overstate it. Without a doubt. I mean, you, you really try to coach your entire career to have a situation where you have – guys up front returning with a certain number of starts behind him knowing that you know what that you're gonna you're gonna have some nice supporting pieces to your quarterback and everything else around him so and you know the, the best part about it is the way these guys are your typical old school old line mentality guys and it's they're easy to coach because you could coach them as hard as humanly possible and they lo- they eat it up. Yeah. Like you can't coach them hard enough. They like, don't break. Oh, you bring it as yeah. hard as you can and they, they eat it up and they want more. So it's awesome. Ooh, they're, they're, not, they're not going to transfer. <laughs> they're not going to transfer on you. No portal. You push them. They're not portal uh, guys. <laughs> uh, so it, it, correct me if I'm wrong here, but you got four All-American up front returning? Seniors. I. I don't even. There's something of that nature in there. I'm not sure. They're they're good players. They yeah. really are. I, I think. Uh, I, I think it'll be the best offensive line I've been around. Well, they're all four-year starters basically, and then you yes, got sir. Sewell, one of the kids down from St. George, who's only a sophomore. Who I'm, I can argue might be the best of them all. You know, Sewell is. Uh, he's a special cat now. I mean, he played as a freshman, at 17 sure. years old, and yeah. 348 pounds. And mm-hmm. oh my gosh! You know, you, when he got on the scale, you wondered, okay, let's get him down to 320. But then you saw him practice, you're like, why? Not let's, really. let's leave him. Yeah, leave him right where he's at. You'd make him weak at 320 pounds, you know. So, <laughs> oh, but uh, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure, oh, but, the game <laughs> is getting far past where I was. You know, the best part about these guys, you know, our strength and conditioning department does a great job. So. All these guys are very mobile. I mean, we could run power inside, outside zone, pin and pull schemes, you know, the toss sweep stuff, very good screen game. So it's not only like they're, they're big, massive guys. These guys are athletic. They can go. Uh, now, you just said that it's the best offensive line you've been around. Is that since you've been at Oregon? Because I know you were at Alabama for, what, three or four years. Yeah, we uh, we had some awesome offensive lines over there, and then this one is, is right there with the best of those, you know, and uh, – you know, I'll, I'll reserve judgment to the end of the year, but I feel going in, I feel as strongly about this offensive line as anyone I've been around. It sounds to me like you're a little bit hesitant to lead into expectations. Like you may be where Coach Whittingham right now is saying, hey, everybody just calm it down. Let us put this team together. No, not really. It's more of like if the offensive line ever heard me telling people that they're good, they'd be upset with me. And I'd be upset with myself. It wouldn't sound right. It wouldn't sound like I'd look back later and say, did I really say that? That doesn't sound like me. So, and we have that kind of a relationship. I just, they're in that grinder mode. That's their DNA. That's what they're made of. And we kind of like to live and stay in that world. You know, I mean, that's yeah. why we want to yeah. stay there. And, and that's how, that's what, that's when we're good, you know? And, and last year we had some, some great moments and then we got a little bit banged up and I didn't do a good enough job coaching us through injury. And I feel like, man, I, I have to do a much better job being able to develop, you know, the couple other guys or working our way or scheming it up when we are banged up. And and so, but that being said, because of that, but because of what they are and what they stand for, those guys, they're awesome to be around. I can't wait to coach them. 
We uh, talked to Justin about his decision to, to come back and, and play again this year. Talk about uh, witnessing that decision from your standpoint, what a big deal that is uh, as a, for the well, football team. Parents were sitting there with him, you know, and I had all, I had all kinds of information ready to share. And, you know, <laughs> and it was all factual stuff because I, I'm never going to tell a guy to go or stay if it's not good for them. I'm not. I just don't believe in that. But um, not even a little bit into it. I mean, Justin had his mind made up. He said, I'm, I, I want to come back and stated all the reasons why he wanted to come back. And they're great reasons. And obviously we benefit a ton from that. But Justin is, Justin is a very rare breed of human being. And that's why our players love him. That's why our entire fan base loves him. He's, he's made of the right stuff. That guy, he's has, he has a lot of stuff he wants to accomplish before moving on. And this is his last chance to do it. So He's fired up. Uh, would you say that Troy's made of the same stuff? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. He's a man. nut. Troy is a dude and a duck through and through. And <laughs> that guy's got personality for miles and miles. He makes practice fun. Yeah. He brings out the best in everybody. And, and I think schematically with some of the things we're doing, it's really going to help free him up to even make more tackles. Now on the other end of Justin's passes, I read where you guys as a coaching staff calculated that there was over 50 drop passes last year. Uh, how is that going to be able to be rectified and improve that receiver core? Yeah, well, we got to coach it better first and foremost. Um, I think it always starts with that, and it's upon us. It's on us to take responsibility for that. The second part is, you know, we hired a new wide receiver coach as well. Um, really a stickler about fundamentals and technique. You know, teaching how to catch the ball is something that's kind of a lost art. We believe in it. We believe in teaching that. Then alignment and assignment, uh, and then enhanced competition. We, we broaden a, a slew of really high-level athletic and productive wide receivers that are competitive, which has upped, you know, the ante in that room in a big-time way. And, and it showed in the springtime. We didn't have nowhere near the drops that we had during the course of the season. And we had guys make a ton more of explosive plays. And it just, there's a different vibe in there. And I think mostly because of the competition and the change in the coaching. You guys with that game right out of the gate uh, against Auburn, kind of representing the conference nationally. Talk about how tough that game's going to be and what a big deal it is. Well, I think they're they're arguably the best defense in the country, if not one of the best, and, and their offense doesn't get enough credit. You know, they're coming off a 60-plus point performance in their bowl game against Purdue. And I have seen Auburn up close and personal. I know the caliber of athlete, the caliber of offense and defensive linemen that they have. These are massive, explosive guys, and they've got skilled guys that can flat out go. Fastest player in the country, right, in Schwartz. So, um, but that being said, the focus goes to Auburn about 10, 11 days out. Between now and then, it's strictly on, on Oregon, and it has to be. I, I think anyone that skips steps one, two, and three of camp fundamental technique and all the work that goes with it schematically, I think you cheat yourself and you hurt your football team. So um, certainly we recognize and understand the opportunity and all the all the hoopla that surrounds it, but for now it's going to be all about Oregon. Are you going to go with a freshman uh, as a kicker and a punter? Don't know yet. We're going to leave that open for camp and see who wins that job. Um, Bobby Willems, you know, he feels pretty strongly about the processes that we use to determine that. So. Um, it's up for grabs. You know, they'll, they'll certainly have their opportunities to win it or lose it. Coach, thank you so much for a few minutes. Good okay. luck this upcoming thank year. You.